Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. What's up, guys? Don't forget to sub to Patreon so that you can see the visuals. Because not only do we have episodes of the podcast, we have exclusive content that nobody else sees on any other apps, behind the scenes, photo shoots, and we're dropping a whole bunch of surprising stuff this year. So if you guys don't want to miss out and you want to be the first to know, go over to our Patreon, www.dumblondunrated.com. Love ya. Is this thing on? Alright gentlemen, coming to main stage next, this is Bunny. Get up there, she's got a tornado of titties coming your way. Get those dollar bills ready. She's got an ass that shakes like Michael J. Fox. So get up there and throw, throw, throw them dollars. Dude, that is fucking iconic. (laughs) What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. Today, I have royalty in my midst that's how i feel like i'm so excited to get you on ever since the first night i met her i was like i have got to get you on my podcast raylan nelson how are you doing thank you for having me i'm doing so well i'm so happy you're here so we met at uh daddy was doing something with josh wolf right yeah yeah and you were there that night too at zany's yep at zany's josh wolf was on the podcast too he is so fucking funny how is one human that fucking hilarious? I don't know. I don't know. He's so funny. And, you know, Dude. If we've gone, both of us have gone to several of his shows. Yeah. Even if you hear the same jokes, it, I, I'm still laughing. Yeah, I, no. He sat here on our couch, well, at our old studio and fucking... I mean, the the dude could just talk about his day, and it's so funny the way that he explains it. Like his mind is beautiful. Yeah, he has a beautiful mind. How long have you known Josh? Did you do you? So know him? we met in March. Oh, okay, awesome. He, they just moved. I know like to Vegas, my hood. Are you guys gonna leave too? No, are you okay. kidding me? My husband is born and bred here. He's <laughs> he talks about leaving all the time. Like the other day, he was like, "Babe, I just want to go retire somewhere on a beach." And I'm like, "I love you, honey, but why don't we do a vacation home? Because I'm gonna get your ass somewhere, and then fucking three months." later you're gonna run back well honestly (laughs) it's great here march through december and then yes january february amen too fucking cold yeah no it's terrible oh of course yeah 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 yeah. no we too fucking cold yeah so why not go to the vacation home for those two months you feel like you live there and then you miss home yeah come back i get i've never had depression and since i moved here two years oh well i've been here six years but two years ago i I think i got what was called they call seasonal depression Mm -hmm. and i have been trying to figure it out man i have tips on that because i have seasonal depression too but it's because my dad actually died on christmas eve oh my gosh i'm so sorry as soon as it gets cold here which is pretty late in the year for us especially now with global warming yeah uh I, I start to get that feeling of I would just rather just lay around and not get anything done. Yep. Just feeling really sad. Yeah. You know? 
But um, okay, here's the tips that uh, I can give you that have helped. Yay. Wear sunscreen. Wow. Because of the, the smell. smell. And it makes you feel like you're going to be out in the sun all day. And it, wow. it makes you feel like you're on a beach, right? No, I'm t- I believe it. Yeah. Um, listen to beachy songs. Okay. The Beach Boys is a good one to go to, but any kind of islandy reggae is always a good one too. Yeah. You know? Okay. And then the third one is keep green plants around in the house. I love that. And you know what? Can I just, I have to tell you, I have tried to grow some plants in the house. What it's about a, succulents? It's a, what's a, which, what is a succulent? Those are the ones you don't Like the do cactuses anything. and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. And you do, there's some of them look kind of aloe vera-y. I thought a sunflower was going to be easy to take care of. I've had three and they've all died. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> like it's a joke. It's a running joke in my house that I want to have plants so bad, but I can't, I just do not have a green thumb. Like everybody either, laughs. Honestly. I try. Raylan, for people who don't know who you are. Okay, my grandpa is the coolest grandpa <laughs> in the world. Dude. And it's funny, you know, I just I just texted him. I text him all the time. I'm like, you're the fucking coolest. Aww. Look at this. And um, I I don't know if you ever heard of Nikki Glazer. Oh, yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's coming Andrew on. Andrew Collin. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, I love her, too. And on their podcast wall, she, of course, has Taylor Swift and Andrew had Willie Nelson up there. Aww. So, I, you know, I sent him a picture of it, and I'm, like, zooming into his picture <laughs> I'm like, you're the fucking coolest. So you're grandpa on- is Willie Nelson for everybody who does not know. Yeah. But I he, mean- he's so humble. He was just like, I love you, Raylan. You know, like he just, he won't feed into the, the hype. ego. At least yeah. not with me. He doesn't. You know? My husband idolizes him. Like Jelly, really? Jelly calls himself Willie Nelson. Like they, uh, him and his best friend Struggle Jennings is Waylon Jennings' grandson. Yeah. So they have these albums that they do called Waylon and Willie. What's his real name? Struggles. Is it his real name? Uh, it, well, his name that he sings by is uh, Struggle Jennings, but his real name is Will- William Harness. I was just trying to figure out if I've met him because I don't think I have. Maybe Jesse Coulter is yeah. his grandmother, I believe. So, okay. yeah. So that's She's how they're the all tied in too. and like Shooter and all them. Yeah. yeah. So that's Jelly's best friend that he's grown up with. So they have a series of albums. They have um, all the way through four, one through four, and they're Waylon and Willie. I'll have to send them to you so you can hear them. But they've redone Mama Don't Let Your Babies yeah. Grow Up to Be Cowboys, but they've done like an updated kind of like rap version of it I would love but to hear jay that. Oh my God. yeah jay loves your grandfather like I wonder if papa willie is her i'll send it to him oh so i will for sure he'll he love that. that um jay jay would absolutely die if fucking willie nelson even knew he was because my grandpa's being. done stuff with snoop dogg which I also think it's the coolest. Oh, my God. If we could get a Jelly Roll Willie Nelson collab, that would fucking be insane. But yeah. Um, So Grandpa's Willie. What is it like growing up with him as your grandfather? Is it kind of a shadow that you can't like get out from underneath or do you appreciate it? And I only ask that because our daughter is going through a phase right now where, you know, she wanting to do music. Well, at first it was like, my dad's jelly roll. I can't stand it. I don't want to have anything to do with it. And now she's kind of embracing it more. So does everybody go through that? She's 13. mm -hmm. So now does, does everybody go through that when they have like a, you know, a celebrity in their family where it's like, you kind of like shun it at first and then you accept it? Or have you just always accepted it and been like, that's my grandpa and just owned it? I think it's that because, yeah. And it's might be different being the daughter versus the granddaughter, right? The generation removed he's just always been so 
I, like, I've never seen him mad at me. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, I don't, he's never told me no. Right. You know, he's, <laughs> he's the coolest and the best, you know? Oh, I um, love that. So I think I've always accepted it. Yes, it's a big shadow. And people definitely expect something. Right. About your music when you are Willie Nelson's granddaughter. Right. Um, and I, my music is not like his music. Yeah, let's get into that. So you are a musician yourself. Yes. Okay, and what type, for people who don't know, like what type of music do you sing? So it's kind of like, like country garage rock. Yeah. And uh, I love that. Yeah, Rolling Stone Country is the first who said that. Yeah. Which I loved, and I was like, yes, let's go with that. That's yeah. That's cool. Every, and every, anytime I say that to someone, they're like, there's no such thing as that. I'm like, well, you know. Well, you can make it your it own. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of have to be different in this town. Mm -hmm. Everybody's amazing. Everybody's a fucking musician. Everybody's a great songwriter. Yep. That's how it is in LA too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you, so you have to be different in some way. And I, and I think that the garage rock definitely, which I am the country. I'm not necessarily the garage rock, although I've learned to fucking love it. Yeah. You know? I do dove into Joan Jett and The Clash and Runaways. Yes. and Love Joan Jett. The Pretenders. Love The Pretenders. I mean, just... All this um, really awesome, like feminine. Pat Benatar, rock. all them. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And got to meet some of the their band members too, just yeah. living in Nashville. Um, and I got to meet Joan Jett here. Have you met her yet? No, I haven't. I would probably die. And I'm not a fangirl for like anybody, but like older, gen for the, some reason, the older generation of women, I just have so much respect for them. I know. You know, like they literally ran so that we could walk, they you know, just strong ass women, way. Stevie Nicks, fucking just all of them, dude. Yeah. Even down to like Carly Simon, like everybody was just so. I want to be just like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> me too i love stevie nicks like i will fucking cry can we turn the heat off mimi it is fucking toasty in here we have we're trying to find a balance in here like because this is our new studio so yeah. it's either really fucking cold or really muggy yeah. we just say we can't find that happy it's medium also tennessee yet. yeah either hot and cold and hot and cold. <laughs> yeah. bipolar for sure so have you always been in to music like just because you were born into it so did you wake up like or did you were you born like playing the guitar and just came out singing or no. was it something that you had to like acquire I did come out singing my mom said yeah. I came out singing and my, uh, I have memories of my grandpa singing jingle bells and on Aww. the road again with me it was one of the first songs that I knew and I remember that I would come up with melodies in my head but I didn't quite know that I was writing the song mm -hmm. you know yeah your just baby singing little things not even around the house mm -hmm. i don't know if anybody else does that you're just singing oh about yeah whatever you're doing yeah for <laughs> oh sure. i'm going to the bathroom like, i <laughs> yeah. don't know i grew up with a studio in my house because my dad's a musician so yeah. i totally understand it i would literally write songs and put on concerts for the neighbors yes like when i was growing so up do you still write songs no i don't that's never been really my passion like okay. singing and stuff like that i do it now because i can and like it's just something to do for content for me but i'm more of like an entertainer you yeah. know, like, let me show you my tits or something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, like I'd rather entertain people or make them laugh yeah. or like heal people. That's what I love doing, you know, and whereas Jay, he's the he's the artist in our relationship. He's the musician. He's the one that, you know, he heals people through his music. I like yeah. to heal people through just, you know, my podcasts and feeling stuff like sexy. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Through sex. Sexy yes, too. I think yeah. every. I think that's something that they helped pave the way too. Yeah, you know, I never. Absolutely. I think about them, and I never feel bad about 
showing off my midriff or no you know, what yeah tits i have or whatever you yeah. know my legs no, my mom sure. told me and my mom's super holy roller yeah but she told me she's like love you should always roller. show a little leg oh know? yeah i so love you that have to, you're on stage you have to you yeah know? no for sure and it's it's just like that feminine force in all of us that yep you have to feel sexy absolutely and you have to, so to show confidence feminine you know? energy just that feminine divine energy or however it's explained um so your music yeah. When did you start like really writing and like focusing on it and like saying like, okay, this is what I want to do. So I always took voice lessons or was, in, or was in show choir and that sort of thing. And um, when I was real little, my mom kept me pretty sheltered, like I said, Holy Roller. So it was just <laughs> old country yep. or uh, gospel Christian music. Like me Amy too. Grant. Oh my God. I love Amy and Grant. Have you ever heard of the Christian singer Jennifer Knapp? Um, I have not, but I was like into Crystal Lewis, DC Talk, all that. I was DC raised Talk. in a extremely re- religious Pentecostal house. Okay, yeah, so, me too. Okay, Fun. good. Yeah, so I get it. <laughs> Look at us now, <laughs> just rebels. <laughs> this is why nobody should grow up. And- <laughs> yeah, no, this is why I always talk about religious trauma. I'm yeah. huge about talking about religious trauma, but that's a whole nother subject. Yeah. And that's healing for all of us who went through that. So Absolutely. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Um, But anyway, she is the first LGBTQ Christian singer. She wasn't originally, like, she didn't come out until way later into her career. She probably couldn't because back in, back in, how old are you? 90s and stuff. I'm 37. You're okay. So we're around. I identify as a 27 year old. Hello, baby. I am on the internet eternally, 26, but I'll be 42 in January. So I get it. No way. Yeah, swear. Well,. Well, your spirit and you look do not look in your 40s. So I love you so much. It was all the drugs and alcohol that yeah. I did whenever I was younger. That's what I do too. <laughs> but yeah, but her, but in our gen, back in our day, you couldn't just come out and be like, hey, I'm a Christian singer and I'm a lesbian. No. They would never have allowed that. No. Whereas now it's more accepted. Apparently so. She's not still doing Christian music. Right. And still, and I've, um, she does a 30A songwriter festival and we do it every year too. We're going to do it. It's in the end of January in uh, 30A, Florida. Oh, so fun. I'm hoping to see her again because I grew up loving her. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool that you actually get to chill with like one of your, was she like an idol yes. growing up? Yeah, yeah, she was an idol and she was she just inspired a Christian you. guitar player, Aww. singer, songwriter. And I had the, her songwriter book and, you know, mom got it for me. And my grandpa actually sent me my first guitar at 14 years old. I decided I wanted to learn to play guitar. Yeah. So that's when I actually started learning and uh, didn't really start piecing together songs until after I had children and I was at stuck at home nursing babies and stuff. I did not know you had kids. How did I miss that? Three. My boys are almost 15. Holy moly. You don't even like, dude, you're so hot. Like they're they're twins. Yes. You're like so tiny too. Thank you so much. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah. I definitely worked hard to get back to the body after the twins. You're beautiful. You don't, you don't look I got really big. <laughs> you don't look like you have teenage boys. It was 14 years ago though. Yeah. Know? But so. still that, you know, like you just don't, you just look so young Thanks. to me. Doesn't she look young? Thanks it's crazy. Like even when you told too. me you were 37, I was, I was thinking that you were going to say 27. Like, well, that's what I identify. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get it. Trust Eternally me. I understand. 27. <laughs> um, and then I have a daughter too. That's, um, 12. Oh, 12. Yeah. I'll pray for you. Yeah. Because I've got the 13 year old. It's just now getting into where I'm like, are we still best friends? Oh, like, no. 
you guys will be best friends one week and then the next week you guys will be at each other's throat and then the next week you guys will be best friends the only thing i can advise and i'm a stepmom i'm not even a, a like you know biological mom is communication if you feel like they're off a little bit just be like hey man why don't you write That's me cool. a letter and tell me how you feel because with Bailey, she doesn't, she's not good at communicating face to face, but she'll text. And yeah. I hate that. I think texting is so emotionally separated. So I'm like, write me a letter. And then when she writes me the letter, I have her read it in front of me. So that uh. way she can get it all out and then we can talk about it. I've learned that that's extremely important with little girls. That so. is such a therapist thing to do. <laughs> I get, yeah, Genius. maybe I've read a lot of therapy books, but <laughs> I've just found that it works for us, you know. Yeah. So, you know, whenever you guys do, if you ever get to that point and you need to talk. That's a great idea. That's just a little okay. tidbit from. And then you can check out their how their grammar situation is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't read it myself. I just have her read it yeah. <laughs> to oh, me so, so we can get through it. So you started playing the guitar when you had your babies and stuff like that. Yeah, I started and, writing songs then. Okay. And then I was trying to find a place to record these songs and uh, through the weed guy actually met my guitar player and music partner, JB. Awesome. And uh, he's like, I have a studio and um, I only charge you 50 bucks, you know? So I go over there and uh, by the end of it, he, I had almost had to force him to take the money by the end of it. He was like, no, let's get together and just write some more songs, finish the ones you have, arrange it. We'll put together a combo and just from then on, we started doing that. And it took a few years to f- even figure out what yeah. we were doing. We, were, we thought Figuring it was going to be like Stone Cold Country. Yeah. And I just, the first thing we did had like a wash tub bass. You know, <laughs> nice. he was literally playing the wash tub bass. And it was just uh, super, super folk and mm-hmm. old timey country. But yeah. then. Uh, like bluegrass kind of. But his thing is rock. Like yeah. Everything he's done was rock. And his bandmates were rock. So when um, my grandpa started sending him stuff we were doing, he was like, you need to get a band together. And by like the fourth or fifth time, he's like, do you have a band? And I was like, JP, we need to put a band together. So my grandpa's <laughs> like, you need a band. You need a band. Grandpa is not playing. So he grabbed his rock and roll buddies. We start the band and um, then put out an EP. So that the first EP was 2014. And then we put out an album in November of 20, and we put a, few, a couple things out, like a, another album out. But um, then our last album that we put out was in November of 2019, right before the pandemic hit. Awesome. So it just felt like it flopped because oh. we couldn't really tour and do yeah. promote it at all. You yeah, know? no, I feel like musicians took the biggest hit in 2020 because your li- our, you know, our livelihood, and speaking for my husband and our family too, is getting out on the road, shaking hands and kissing babies, you know, like that's what you guys got to do. What did you do whenever 2020 hit? Were you able to just like lock it, lock away, lock yourself away and just write music or like, did you use it as a creative outlet? songs based on what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I did not want to write anything about COVID and what was going on. No, for sure. I think Luke Combs is the only person who succeeded in that when he, when he did six feet apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just remember where I worked on, I was working on songs that I had started beforehand. Yeah. And really only just in this year finished yeah. them. Yeah. You know? I don't know why. It's a it's process. Like, it is. And I don't, I don't force songwriting. Mm, you unless can't. I'm, someone pays me money. Right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, for, as far as my stuff goes, I, 
I let it come to me. Yeah. And no, that's how my husband go, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, know you can't force him. Yeah. To get in the studio. He has literally features just stacked up because it's like he'll get to him when he has that feeling to do it. Like he can't just go in and do something if he's not if his heart's not in it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to know it's time and also mm-hmm. maybe have to live a little bit of something mm-hmm. to really know how it'll Sit play it. out mm-hmm. to yeah. figure out what the message of the song is yeah even for sure you started it um and then other times i uh like my song brother i wrote about a tv show i was watching where her brothers were mad at this guy for cheating on her you mm-hmm. know so the brother started going after the guy that had cheated on her <laughs> yeah i was like oh that'd be a cute song i don't think there's a song about the brother going after the guy so and then well, you know sometimes it's like that where what an awesome place to get imp- inspiration from though yeah a yeah. tv show that i was just binge watching and yeah laying in bed <laughs> doing nothing but getting high and watching you know? yeah but uh and also those are fun wa- okay so you know um titles of or the episodes sometimes they'll try to make them cheeky right of different tv shows mm-hmm. those are fun song lyrics sometimes i'll just like if there's a good one i'll write it down i'm like that might go in a song sometime yeah you know? no i love that there's like little tools you can pull from our other art you know yeah oh absolutely and uh and write it or even like a conversation in a movie yep Something is said and you're like, that, that, that. there's a song there. I did that with Jay the other night. We were watching Shameless and I forget what it was. Oh. He could probably fucking remember. But they said something and I was like, dude, oh, um, the alibi. They, they go to the, the yeah. bar the that's bar. called the alibi. Yeah. And um, I was like, baby, that's a song title. And he was like, hell yeah. I was like, you know, the alibi. And yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll remember that. But yeah, no. Like it's- they go to a bar called the alibi. Mm hmm. That, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah. So did I'll you ever... I won't write it. Did you... <laughs> you can have it. It's fine. <laughs> did you ever form the band? And did you? And if you did, what is you guys' name? So okay, people so, can look um, you guys up. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Bright is my music partner. Everybody calls him JB. And mm-hmm. Preach Rutherford is the bass player. So those three have been with me since... Or those two have been with me since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Paul Simmons was the first drummer. And we've literally had... 13 drummers like we're the spinal tap and when it comes to it's drums. hard to find people who actually want to work or fucking perform or yeah. eat. like it's we've had we go through videographers like that it's yeah hard. like just finding people to mesh with your energy and, and your your whole yeah vibe is just very hard yeah. so you don't want to force a fit that isn't you know jiving with all of you guys because then that just one bad apple can ruin a whole fucking situation yeah, yeah. so you don't want to deal with that be in a close quarters with oh them yeah in a van or a, a bus absolutely what the situation is and what's the name of your band raylan nelson band raylan nelson band baby yeah, yeah. so do, are you guys going on tour this year are you yes. guys there's okay so spin did this article on the band which was out of the blue and totally awesome and since Aww, Spin, it's that's just awesome really good for business <laughs> yeah no spin magazine's fucking like iconic i know and uh so that that's been really good i got an avalanche of cd i literally was selling like maybe a cd once every six seven weeks you mm. know maybe yeah you need to get on tiktok I'm on TikTok. You are. I'll have to follow you it's and we'll so look at your like, formula. Figure out what the fuck to do on there? I think if people I just, just need to follow you and watch what you're doing, and I'll just oh, don't follow here. me. You know, I'm a bad fucking. <laughs> I am a bad example to follow. Who, who do you I, get inspiration on 
there like what are you do you, are you doing the dancing thing no fuck no okay. i am too old to be dancing on right? that i just tell my story of just my life and i don't know i'm just what do i what would you say mimi what do i do on there Yeah, and I, I kind of like make everything my own, you know. Well, yeah. I'll I'll go through it when we get off of here, and I'll show okay. you kind of like some things that we do. And if you need help, of course, me and Mimi are always here to help you. Okay. But I think people just hearing you talk and tell your story, um, plus us posting you too, will also get some some uh, inner you know flowing uh vibes flowing your way. But um, I think people just hearing you talk. You know, maybe do some, do you sing on there and like have your guitar and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, if you don't do that, I mean, do that. There, okay. Some of your music on there, get some of your music on there. Um, You know, of course, let people know who your grandfather is, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, just your whole thing, your whole vibe, just do your Papa Willie songs on there. All of it. Yeah. Talk about the gar- the garage, you know, uh, what do they say? Yeah. Country your, garage. Country rock. garage. Yeah. Like people will love that. TikTok is like. It's the place now to go to blow up. Instagram is dying. So literally TikTok is the place to market yourself. Doing got- so well on Instagram. <laughs> I know, right? But dude, I've had my fucking profile for so long on Instagram and I, my engagement is terrible on there because I'm always in trouble. Like I'm like a walking yeah. community guideline, but We'll get you on TikTok. And TikTok lets you do whatever you want. I mean, for the most part, as long as it's not sexual. So you know, (laughs) (laughs) she's like, "Well, damn it!" (laughs) But you know, like you can do stuff. You just have to like use code words and like stuff like that. So there's like a whole thing around it. But yeah, I mean, they'll they'll let you be who who you want to be on there. Just you just have to kind of like. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to kind of like, you know, word things differently, which I had to learn fucking two profiles and I got banned so many times before I was like, OK, I finally fucking get it. Um, So when did you guys become such big fans of comedy? Because like we my share husband's that love too. always been a fan of comedy. So he literally uh, Jay, I call him my muse of tragedy because Jay is actually a very, very sad soul. He's very, um, you know. When the curtain's down, it's a different person, but always so loving and so sweet. But my husband battles severe depression. He's got demons that he fights. And so his way of escaping that is comedy. So ever since I've got with my husband, we could be on tour in the fucking bus. He does not play music. He plays comedies. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah, So that's his thing. And he loves podcasts. He loves comedy. And so as he started blowing up in the industry, a lot of comedians were becoming his fans, Mm -hmm. which was crazy because, you know, he would like when we first got together, he'd be like, one day I'm going to be on Joe Rogan. And now that's being very possible. And, you know, like Burt Kreischer, he loves Burt Kreischer. And Burt will like tweet him. And Tom Segura will tweet him. And then him and Josh, uh, you know, crossed paths. So it just it was my husband and then of course you know i always loved comedy but i never really like was you're kind of naturally a comedian me yeah oh i love you thank you so going on tour are you guys going to be touring you did the spin magazine oh yeah the spin article Mm -hmm. and i wanted to tell you so just relating to the comedy thing we started a podcast called music is funny podcast yes i wanted to get into that talking to comedians yes which is where i met josh wolf love that and then you so it it stemmed from that because when we're on the road, we don't listen to music. We just listen to stand-up comedy. Yeah. I saw you just had Dane Cook on there. Yes. Crazy. How crazy is that? That's wild. Honestly, thank God JB is, I have a co-host because I was just kind of starstruck and (laughs) maybe said, maybe said 20 words the whole time. Yeah. And 
and a couple of them were you're the coolest <laughs> you're the best you know <laughs> i mean it's dane cook so i don't no, blame you I, there's no way he thinks i'm funny or oh, cool at all because i'm sure he did his research before he came on oh, i hope so he so. knew what he was getting into Jeez. but uh but it was a good episode he he the best part about comedians is they love to talk oh yeah no and yes. about themselves if you just ask them something i mean they'll just go oh yeah and uh, well so everybody loves to podcast. talk about themselves you know it's, if you give yeah. them a microphone and ask them about themselves that who do you know best yourself you yeah. know so um so but anyway we've had a lot of cool people i just talked to doug stanhope again yesterday he did the, our christmas oh, he knows i, I hate that. christmas because of my dad and um, Tell what's the name of your podcast again, just so everybody can hear. Music it. is funny. Music is funny. But where did you get the concept for your podcast? Uh, we're just trying to figure out how to get them to talk to us. Oh know? yeah, we'll just how do we relate music and comedy yeah. together? Which they're very similar. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, what totally. You, what you have to do to get out there mm -hmm. and the comedy world is like a cult. Like, but yeah. a good in a good way, mm -hmm. because literally you have this this fan base that is so fanatic, you know, that once the, when they fall in love with you, they are all about you. It's like sports. Getting into like even like, I don't know, we were watching something. My husband watches these comedy um, documentaries and it was about Mitzi, Polly Shore's yeah. um, uh, mom who runs the comedy store or used to run before yeah. she passed away. Rest in peace. Um, the, the comedy store right. in L.A. and even trying to get a spot in the comedy store was like you had to know somebody to know somebody mm -hmm. and once you're in you're in but like if you're an outcast you're an outcast and they all stick together yeah. comedians will have each other's back like a motherfucker yeah and to get a paid to get past there to get be a paid regular takes yes. a really long time yeah and then sometimes it doesn't it's just she was <laughs> yeah. very picky is what i yeah Mi mizzy hear. mitzi mitzi, or what, mitzi yep mitzi mm -hmm. shore i actually had the weirdest interaction with polly shore the other day <laughs> no way tell me about this i love Here? polly oh well on the phone i love polly the weasel you know love him I've always been a fan of polly since i was a fucking kid you know yeah. son-in-law stuff like that and i've actually met polly when i was a stripper he used to come into olympic gardens in okay. vegas all the time okay um always very sweet very you know whatever but so you know my podcast is popping now and like I I have all walks of life on the podcast and you know from Instagram girls to comedians to fucking musicians whatever. I just want people to come on and tell their story and be able to, you know, just talk, tell people tell the world who they are. And um so I reached out to Polly. I was like, "Hey Polly, I haven't talked to you in forever. I met you a long time ago at Olympic Gardens, blah blah blah." Anyways, I have a podcast not realizing he had a podcast too. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know if he thought that I was like reaching out to like I don't know what he thought to be honest. Anyways, so I can um would love to have you on the podcast, blah, blah, blah. He's like, call me, <laughs> right? And sends me his number. So I'm like, this is weird. I text Mimi. I'm like, I'm about to talk to Polly Shore. So I thought he was just going to set a date with me of when he could come on or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Polly, it's funny. And he's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, so he's like, so I met you at Olympic Gardens. And I was like, yeah, totally. And he's like, oh, hey, that's cool. And he's like, um, he's like, so tell me about your podcast. So I told him about it. Right. And he's like, yeah, that's really awesome. He's like, I'm not really taking gigs right now. But, you know, he's like, I have a podcast, too. So, you know, just save my number. And if you ever want to have a drink i was like Aww. i was like wah, wah, wah. 
I was like, all right. But I was like, well, I'm big married, Polly, but I'll definitely, if he we're ever, that. What a I was douche. like, if we're ever in LA, my husband and I would love to meet up. So no, he was very respectful though. Yeah. And like, wasn't, you know, weird or anything like that, but it was just so funny. And it's just crazy, you know, people that you like, um, I don't want to say idolize cause I didn't idolize Polly Shore. Um, but th- that you just love, you know, cause you grew up with, you actually get to talk to them and then you realize that they're just really normal people, yeah. you know, which is awesome. I mm-hmm. think so. I thought it was so funny. And I really did just want to talk to all my favorite comedians. Yeah. So how many episodes are you guys in? Is it brand new? How long have you been doing it? We just did number 42. Yay. And I want to get through one year and maybe. Wow. You guys have done 40, 42 and in less than a year. Yeah, we do it weekly. Wow. So it's been, I think one time we did greatest hits Mm -hmm. because we had an audio issue and yeah yeah no recording a podcast every week if you especially if you don't do them like how we do them like we stack them it's it's a job yeah so we are that goes off to you either gonna have to stack a whole bunch i would or we're going to maybe just slow down on like maybe every other week Mm -hmm. because we need time to do music well what i (laughs) started absolutely well what i started doing if i could give any advice is do it in seasons that's what I do. I have noticed you did that. Mm-hmm. That's and because I I did what you did when we the first season. I don't know how. I think we dropped like probably f- f- at least fifty two episodes that year, right or close. And I was tired, and then we just immediately kept going the next year. So two year, I think it was two years in a row. We just nonstop dropped content. And this last third season, I was burnt out. I was like. I, it got to a point where I was just like, bro, do I even want to do this podcast anymore? Right. I was like, I'm so burnt out. And so I got the idea where I was just like, you know what? Let's end it here and let's start seasons. And like, let's, you know, it'll give me a month break to where I can just kind of recoup, take two weeks off and then boom, just go right back in and then start stacking the um the episodes because yeah. having to do one weekly is really exhausting and having to plan your whole life around it. I don't know if that's no. how you like to operate, no. but it, just do what we do. We literally plan out two weeks of the month where I do nothing but nonstop podcasts. Podcast, and yeah. then that gives you the whole season. You can film other content and you can work on your music. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're going to have to do or just slow down. But I, I like the idea of stack, stockpiling. There's a lot of people in January that are coming through some A-listers that have already Yay. agreed. I'm so excited. So I don't want to Can you it. tell? give us a sneaky peeky? Like, um, do you know Jessie Mae Peluso? Oh, I love Jessie Mae. Yeah, yeah, yeah so she's totally. She's coming through. Yay. Heather McMahon. Uh, I, 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 I'll never say it right. Heather McMahon. Uh, does she have her own? No, wait. She was just on that Christmas movie. Uh where the guy catfishes the girl that was mm. from Vampire Diaries. I'll have to, go- <laughs> yeah, I'll have to Google her. Um, but no, I love Jessamay. She's actually coming on Dumb Blonde too. But we, but because I do them in person, I yeah. have, I'm waiting until she comes. So oh yeah, yeah. okay, her. then yeah, then yeah, she's coming on in January. She's Last time I talked through. to her. Yeah. So, okay, awesome. Yeah, so do you do over the? Do you also I do? I would rather do them in person, but me I have too. done Zoom. Yeah, I've done. I did Zooms a couple in COVID, and I just hated it because I want to feel you. Energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I want to touch I you, it. I want to see you, I want to interact. So and plus, you're I, able to joke around a little more. If yeah, you can feel your energy. Yeah, and, and I just I hate to, I don't know. Just I think being in the sex industry my whole life, I felt like I was doing like a webcam interview. You know, yeah. like it just didn't feel. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't like this. This is my steez. Um, that's awesome, dude. Like I'm really proud of you guys. Are you guys on Apple, Spotify, like all the, on, all the platforms? And then you guys also film them. 
Yep. So okay. they're all on YouTube. We all do on it YouTube. at my grandpa's museum, the Willie Nelson and Friends Museum and Showcase Yay. on Music Valley Drive. Yeah, they let us sneak in there and do it there. So That's there's so cool. patrons walking around the, mm-hmm. you know, looking at everything. What but, a cool concept, though. I love that for you. Yeah. I didn't even ask my grandpa. I just told him we were doing it. <laughs> he He's just like, anything. whatever. Yeah, so he never, he doesn't care. You yeah. Know? He's 88 and... Mm-hmm. Right He's now in life. Hawaii, you know. Nice. Just, just living life. Living it up, yeah. Not He does not tour when it's cold anymore. It waits till it's warm. Is he still a real um, avid weed smoker? Yeah, well, he mostly vapes now. Oh, okay. And then his wife, Annie, makes these delicious edibles Nice. Herself. It's like chocolate and coconut. Oh. They're healthy all the healthy chocolate all the healthy coconut you yeah still, it still tastes really good oh and it's got the thc she makes her own it's called annie's Rem- annie's or willie's remedy annie's chocolates annie's chocolates do you and, eat them yeah they're delicious i can't i've ch- okay so last time i had an edible i ended up calling oh which God. was fucking 10 years over 10 years ago now because it scared me so bad i ended up calling 911 and having no. them come to my house. Yeah, it was some fucking butter that somebody made me and I okay. ate it and I was watching a fucking scary movie and literally during the scary movie I jumped up and I could I felt like I couldn't breathe. I started running around my backyard and I'm just like I can't breathe. Oh my god, something's wrong with me. Fucking call 911. They come in the house, hottest fucking uh firefighters by the <laughs> way, and I just look like a hot mess, you know, just high as shit, fucking hair everywhere. And fucking uh they come in and they're like, "What are you on?" And I was like, I ate some uh, weed butter. They all started fucking laughing at me and packed up. And they were like, honey, you're fine. You're going to ride this one out. You'll be good. You don't need us. And I'm like, I'm dying. Take my fucking blood pressure. They're like, just go to bed. You're going to be fine. So, yeah, that's why I can't have edibles. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they'll get you differently than just smoke. I would much rather smoke it. I'm yeah. Like, I'm much rather smoke a joint any day. Yeah, for sure. But uh, there was one time when um, I... I had a duo with a friend and we went out to uh, Hemp Fest in Maine, Harmony, Maine. It's in the middle of nowhere. Maine. Yeah. Okay. No stores around. And we did not plan any food situation. Oh, no. So the people at Hemp Fest had given us all of these weed edibles. It was mostly weed. Okay. It was right. called Hemp Fest, but it was, yeah. it was weed because weed's yeah. legal in Maine. Oh, I didn't know that. So, yes. Okay. You can't sell it, but you can have it. And okay. And so all these weed people who make it or whatever were just giving us that. I mean, weed bugles, you know, remember those things you mm-hmm. would put on your finger as a kid? Yeah. There were weed bugles, weed Cheetos. Uh, so it was all this munchy food. Brownies, of course, cookies, raisins. I mean, like chocolate covered oh, raisins God. that were, but all of it right was up, weed. <laughs> you love weed. This is right up her alley. I mean, it was, it was delicious. And we ate it all that night because we didn't have any food. Oh, no. Right? We didn't have any food. So it was the food we were eating. And um, and it didn't feel different that night. We were like, this isn't, I mean, we're, we're taking videos for our <laughs> Instagram and everything. And then the next day when we watched the videos, we are moving five, mile, five miles an hour, right? <laughs> Yo, we feel fine. Oh, my God. You were fucking higher than a giraffe's ass. Yeah, but in the moment. Yeah, didn't feel it. We were like, this feels fine. I feel great. God, I would love to have an edible fucking story like that. Instead, I felt like I couldn't breathe and was fucking, I was verklempt. I would do it again, though, because there was literally no food, you know? (laughs) So I would just put myself in that position again and 
you know turn the turn the tape on again and i love see that i love it. i think some of my funniest videos is when i'm fucked up i'm sober now six years but man i used to fucking do some funny shit when i you would don't do be, anything no okay. nothing well I, I did the older i got i just realized i tried to be a drug addict when i was younger because i wanted to rebel against my family so you know of course that got me a xanax addiction and a cocaine addiction um that i fucking survived somehow but drugs never made me feel good drugs always made me sick and I couldn't figure out why and come to find out I have like the MTFHR gene mutation okay. and I have a couple gene mutations. So anything I take just fucking on my body has the opposite effect of it. Like everything. Mm. It's so sensitive. So I just got to a point where alcohol, even the next day, the hangover and just the depression was not worth not worth it yeah. going out and drinking. So I was just like, you know, what? I'm, I just quit everything cold turkey and I've just I've been sober ever since. So I would love to, you know, smoke weed and fucking drink, but it's like I never know how my body's going to react anymore. So, yeah. Well, here I am. <laughs> Dane Dane Cook, he said that he's never drank or smoked or anything. He's, he's naturally drink. like that. So he never had. And I was so I pressed him a little bit. I was like, well, what is your vice then? Because we all have one. We all have what one. Is yeah. it? It's got to be either food or, or pussy. You know, what is it? <laughs> yeah. And he said that his vice is to create things. Yeah. That's what he said. I believe it. My vice is working. I work nonstop. Like I wake up working. I go to sleep working. My husband, it drives him crazy because I now he's used to it. But when we first got together, he would be like, how do you, when do you turn it when off? Do you stop? Yeah. Like when do you turn it off? And I'm like, I just, I can't. Like I, if I'm not constantly. Do you like caffeine? Is that. Um, sometimes I'm actually gotten to a point where I can actually drink it now and it doesn't affect me. But before it was so bad, I would have like, <laughs> we were in Vegas this last time we went to Vegas fucking a couple months ago. And I, Dutch Brothers is my favorite coffee. Yeah, I fucking downed one of them thinking it was like Starbucks. And I was oh, so okay. cracked out. It hurt. Like I was so caffeined out, it hurt. I was like, this is terrible. I don't know if I want to go to sleep or if I want to fucking hang myself off the balcony. Like I just yeah. fucking, it was terrible. So I'll get the shakes. So yeah. I don't know I've had no. too much. I don't really have a vice. What would you think? What would you say my vice is, Mimi? Working. Yeah, working. Just Which I guess what creating, I mean, mm -hmm. your, your work is creating. Yeah. So that's probably what he meant by creating yeah. things. Is, What's your vice? What do you think your vice is? Do you have a vice? Uh, well, I definitely smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> and I drink beer. Yeah. Yeah, weed and beer are my biggest vices. I think yeah, you're normal. She's say. normal. <laughs> yeah, normal. Here. That's a good thing. I wish yeah. I could fucking just drink a beer. Like there's so many times that I want that relief feeling of, Numbness, you know, like numbing the pain. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> I great. love being numb, but no, you know, like, okay. So I used to drink vodka on the rocks. Whenever you have that first drink and you just feel all the tension in your body, just relax. I don't know if you ever get like that. Well, with the beer I do, I can't do liquor. Oh, okay, so my gotcha. My body does not do good with any kind of liquor or wine. Gotcha. I'll just have a yeah, I can't really bad, I'll get sick. I'll yeah. I'll just get sick. Oh, gotcha, okay, see, I'm the opposite. I love hard liquor, so only vodka though. Yeah. So that first drink, you just like, because I suffer from anxiety, you just get that full like release, you yeah. know, of just like, oh my God, I don't give a fuck, so you know? does that for me in the mornings. Oh, so that's <laughs> how she is. Bake. She's always like, can you just smoke weed again? And I'm like, bit, maybe. Just a little bit. I might try. Maybe you don't when need we're in a lot. Maybe when we're in LA this next time, just one, we'll one go. Hit? Yeah. It, and because, I mean, everybody thinks when you smoke weed, you're a stoner. No, I used to smoke weed. But you like, sometimes it. I used to do bong rips and go to the gym. 
Yes. And now I'm a pussy in my old age. Like, <laughs> like if I think I could, if I did a bong rip, I would probably fucking cry in a corner and rock yeah. back and forth. The you bong know, makes me cough a lot. So yeah. I don't like to, and it'll, you know, mess up your voice, which when you sing, you definitely want to protect your voice as much as you can. And you shouldn't be smoking. I yeah. That. But uh, I like a raspy voice, though. Right. I, do I love a, ra- a, a woman with a raspy voice. And I think it's different, so just something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just just one hit in the morning. You don't need a whole lot. Yeah. You know, just a little. Maybe I'll give it a whirl. Microdose through the weed. Yeah. Well, we we have been microdosing shrooms. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So we had, and they've been working great for her. And what they, do they do to you? Because sometimes they're great for me and sometimes it's So they were great for me. Um, And then fucking, I've also been on a calorie deficit working with my nutritionist. So, um, you know, a couple weeks ago, or actually last week, I had this really bad bout of depression that I hadn't gotten in a while. So, and it scared the fuck out of me and I thought it was the shrooms. So now I'm like eliminating everything and just all my vitamins. What do the shrooms do for you? Um, uh, Well, it depends on what you do. Because if you just microdose, it's just a slight like uh, yeah no that's you know? I, that's the feeling i get yes um all the green outside is greener am i right <laughs> yes all the blues are bluer purples are purpler yeah uh nature you have to be in nature you don't yeah. want to be in a bar with i can't people. be on my phone when i'm nope. when i'm microdosing i don't want to touch my much. phone mm-hmm. like this would if i were on shrooms right now i would be like can we please t- turn off the lights <laughs> yeah and a lot of people would be like i love the lights you know <laughs> that's more of a stone thing for me rather than a yeah i want all the lights off fire is perfect mm-hmm. you just stare at a fire mm-hmm. or a candle putting candles it's more like um it's spiritual it's yeah. definitely more spiritual do you have you ever had a bad trip yes or like ba- oh god and I, I think it was because i was around people i didn't know oh yeah you definitely want to be comfortable with everyone around because mm-hmm. and you want to i did it to get messed up that time right not with you, intention yes you always have to set intention even when i take my microdose i always set an intention like i'm doing this to heal my depression or i'm yeah. doing this to help myself so i can help other people like yeah. i always I, got, I just got goosebumps when you said that that's so important yeah if you're doing shrooms mm-hmm. or even weed or tobacco or any drink mind altering thing set know. the intention why am i doing this mm-hmm. why not make it a ceremony of some kind mm-hmm. for you and great spirit universe god whatever you want to call it yeah and um honor your ancestors in some way you can create it and make it spiritual mm-hmm. uh so shrooms definitely help you look at things that way oh yeah for no sure. for sure they totally do i the first time i did them i felt so great so i don't i'm not ruling out shrooms altogether i'm just kind of taking a break right now to make sure that that didn't like set me off and send me on a on a spiral. Yeah. So water, rain dropping on water. Um, you have a pool? Um, no, but no? we're getting one built. Okay, <laughs> or a creek or something. Yeah. Like that. I used to have a pool. I don't anymore. I yeah. moved, and now I have a creek in my backyard. So Aww. if you watch the rain hit the water, mm-hmm. it, you could do it for two hours yeah. on shrooms. It's oh, the nice. coolest looking thing. You know. Yeah. Um, I've only done. Have you ever done DMT? no i'm that it scares me because you i just i don't know why but it's so quick i think you know tell me your experience i need I've to only hear. done it once uh-huh. and it was with todd snyder who is a singer songwriter he did beer run i don't know if you Mm-mm. that's his biggest hit but, uh, <laughs> you know do you know todd snyder he's a real funny guy but uh he had it was a pen so it was a vape 
of DMT mm-hmm. and it only lasts eight to 15 minutes, one hit of it. Wow. So my experience, we're sitting on his back porch and he is on the lake out in Hendersonville. So uh, his house is actually hit by the these last tornadoes that oh, came no. through. Roof gone. Oh no. Yeah. Um, but he'll get a new roof. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> go <laughs> Todd, he was, go. He wasn't there. He was on tour. So, oh, good. And okay, he's good. such a bachelor that everything he loves was with him on that bus. He, oh, good. It's so empty in that house. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if he's not there. It's not okay. a home. It's a house. <laughs> Sitting on that back porch with the lake out there. And there was a tree that would all of a sudden just start dancing for me. Oh, my God. And uh, so that was the coolest thing. And then I looked over to my right. And God, or whoever, great spirit, picks up the land and sets it down. And he said to me, see, it's like chess. And wow. I don't know. What I just got goosebumps. So, and I don't, I still don't know how to play chess. I've tried it a few times. Yeah. I've tried to get into learning it. It's kind of, I liked the, um, the gambit. What the queen's gambit was great. Yeah. Show. Uh, but I I don't know. I don't think I'm smart enough for to actually sit down. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think I have patience it. enough. Yeah, the to patience do it. Yeah. of it. And like I was like, I'd just rather play music. I don't know. <laughs> so that's all that happened. It wasn't yeah, like some out of this like, world crazy. No. Like I've always thought that if you took DMT, it like blasted you off into like this other dimension. And like that's salvia. No. Okay. Yeah, salvia. Don't ever do that. Yeah. I've no. Heard. I had an ex die from it. Actually, salvia. Die from it? Mm-hmm. How? So, um, he smoked it. Right. Salvia yeah. is what you. Yeah. He smoked it and had a seizure yeah mm-hmm. it's legal and had a heart attack i know yeah and people he bought it at a smoke shop are out for 40 unless you die people are out for 45 seconds but they feel like they're gone 30 years wow and i don't know if i'd want to do that come back feeling old as fuck <laughs> like just fucking yeah like you feel like you like you just lived 30 years but sometimes and- it's like you've lived 30 years as the paint on the side of a barn right so you, wow and you feel the heat oh. of the sun and the cold of the snow every minute, every day for 30 years in this 45-second salvia trip. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that, that either. That doesn't sound fun. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. But the DMT sounded awesome. Yeah. because Jay loves quick. DMT. That's his jam, too. He loves hallucinogenics and DMT and stuff like that. But I'm just now getting comfortable to where I'm dabbling in the hallucinogenics. I did acid one time, had a bad trip. Well, I did it a couple times. The first time I had a great trip and then the second time I had a bad trip. And then shrooms, the first time I did it, I started to have a bad trip and then pulled myself out of it and thought I was little John in the snow. <laughs> and then and Michael Jackson. Like it, oh, yeah. I just had a blast. And then my my oh, she's been brought up twice today. My best friend that passed away, Grace, um, RIP, we were staying in like this Airbnb and that was like old lady clothes in the closet. And we just like tried on all her clothes and did like a fashion show while we were on shrooms and it was like the funnest time of my life so um i'm just now getting comfortable with hallucinogenics um so maybe after i microdose and can actually macro dose shrooms then maybe i'll move on to dmt but i feel like hallucinogenics are so healing mushrooms last way longer than the dmt thing just so you know yeah up to eight hours right or six hours or something like that yeah yeah and then you feel if depending on how much you do you feel some the next day yeah i don't want to do that yeah i definitely don't want to do that yeah and i never do it when my kids are around yeah i I wouldn't be able to i smoke weed when they're around yeah i mean 
<laughs> with them or anything yeah no that's them. fine i don't think there's anything wrong with weed um my when i was microdosing one time our kid came in and i was like listening to like spiritual music just zoned out on yeah. the bed just kind of relaxing trying to make sure because you know i suffer from anxiety so there's when i first take it i have to wait like an hour and make sure i don't hallucinate so i'm always like freaking out so i'm just trying to like zen out and she comes in and that's where i did the the reel i don't know if you saw whenever i had taken a little too much that that was the first time when i remember i could see the things on the back of my eyelids i said and um <laughs> she came in and she's like she's like uh what are you doing she's like Did you, are you on shrooms right now and i was like yes and she's like okay i'll be back but that that's what inspired the TikTok that i did where she came in and she said how many did you take and i said i took nine i took nine and it's the face have you seen yeah. the one that i did yeah, I yeah I that's what inspired that. that because i it kind of it, le it legit happened yeah. so <laughs> Now I love, so far I love hallucinogenics. Like I said, just taking a break from them right now because my body's just fucking wonky. But yeah, the I definitely. The one bad trip I had on the shrooms when I was around people I didn't know, I wanted to lay down on the floor and I didn't want to get up. I felt, it wasn't like I was pinned down, mm -hmm. but I was just like, I don't want to get up from here. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it was your safe space. But they all came and laid down there with me, mm. and like an hour later, I was fine. Oh, you know? good, yeah. So it's like, and it was cool because I didn't really know them. But yeah. then after that, I'm like, I love those guys. You know, now Aww, they're yeah. close friends because yeah. they really pulled me out of that trip. And all they did was just lay down on the floor. But that's sweet because you, could, if you were with the wrong people, then it could have like spun yeah. it into a bad situation. So yeah, but also mushrooms have a um, that uppity thing. Yeah, too. I haven't had the uppity thing. Like, a, or it has like that, because do you notice this? Like that. Uh, she takes more than me. I've so. never done cocaine, but I it gives you that caffeine feeling. You can stay up later. Do you have that? It's that. I haven't felt that yet. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. It depends on how much I'm taking. Daytime, I take a certain amount. And if I take it at night before bed, I have to be sure of how much I take. If it's even microdosing. Yeah. Not all night, they're all night long. Why do I Wide awake. Well, shit balls. Best dreams of my life. Yeah, great dreams. Um, great shits. That you take <laughs> I love a good that. shit. Don't fucking threaten me with a good time. I can't ever poop. So, <laughs> oh, uh, that's a great way to get that going. Again. Yeah, I've actually done it just to do that. At wow, I love point. that. She's like, I've taken shrooms just to shit. Just to shit. I'm <laughs> telling you, um, because I love cheese, and then sometimes yeah, I cheese and. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, what can we expect from Raylan in 2022? I'm going to um, tour a lot. So come see yeah, me. Around. I will. Let me know when your like, okay. show is. And we're always traveling, too. So if you're out on the road and we're in the same city, I would love to come see you. OK. And here I'm supposed to play uh, the Rhinestone stage, the Glen Dope. Campbell Museum. Uh -huh, OK. Um, in March. And then. Yay basement east next september oh so that's cool. the only two in town so far yay but i like to get out of nashville and play around so yeah i'll be around and then we're gonna um be releasing singles and um my next single is called free so be looking for that Follow when me do we know when that's gonna drop um probably i'm thinking i'm hoping i think march is the best time right now at this okay. point but it just depends because i'm putting together a music video that i want to make sure that yeah. happens awesome to, to go with it you know yeah what I mean? totally so if it means that i have to wait longer or it needs to happen sooner then that's what i <laughs> yeah whenever it's meant to be it is it'll happen yeah yeah, yeah. 
So you're going to be touring, releasing new music. Anything else you want to add to that list that we can look um, out podcasting, to? Podcasting, Music is Funny podcast. And um, hopefully hanging out with you guys doing shrooms. Dude, <laughs> I would love that. That would be awesome. At your beach house vacation? Yes. Yeah, something. we'll go buy it right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been trying to talk my husband into buying a fucking vacation home for six years. I get the shit into the shingle on that every time. But I think I'm going to win soon. Eventually. Oh, Manifesting. Yes. Yes, exactly. He on that put it in the air Raylan tell everybody where they can find you at like your socials yeah and at Raylan Olsen Band and um, at Music is Funny on YouTube that's where I am yay and then podcasts you can find on YouTube things. just Google All the, Music is Funny Apple yeah Apple Spotify um, my favorite way is the Apple. Yeah, know, I podcast. love Apple too. But Spotify is actually getting big now too. So I'm, I've been promoting Spotify. So you should promote Spotify too. Okay, yeah, Spotify, all the yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all the things. Well, I can't wait to see what I'm this so next year. I'm so glad we're friends. Thanks for I know, for I love me. it. Yeah, I mean, totally. I can't wait to see what this next year brings for you. And yeah, I'm just so excited same. to watch you prosper and all that jazz. And we're going to bring you back. You got to come back. You okay. have to be like a reoccurring guest. We'll do re- uh, TikTok. We're all going to go viral on TikTok. Oh, honey, we've been going viral. We're going to bring you on <laughs> the train with us <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of dumb blonde i will see you guys next week bye Peace.